Cobras. It is that time of day again when you are listening to the family podcast. Internet, listen to internationally. I think. Really? Are we? Impressive. Did you guys ever listen in Europe? Maybe just by us. Okay, well that's okay. That qualifies international. We'll take the regional, national, international. Across the galaxy. Table talk with Rookie's family. I am dad. Mom's here. Uh, McLaren is here. Sophia is in studio. Matthew is on via the uh, magic of the telephone out east. And Gabe is hanging out with friends at a uh, at a cabin. So everybody's accounted. We, we always seem to have at least one yeah. gone. Question. Why are you and I always when here? Do we go? When do we get to go places and do something? <laughs> Well, if you guys left, there would be no podcast because none of us can do <laughs> this setup. So I don't know. I guess we're pretty important, but I don't feel like it all the time, huh? <laughs> uh, okay, so um, we're here. Thank you. Wherever you're listening, in your car, at home, and whatever time, please do me a favor this week. Tell two people to listen to this podcast. So many uh, garage logicians do not believe this is a real podcast and think it's a joke. And we're having the thrill of a lifetime uh, bringing to you just tidbits of information, family life, and uh, we hope you're entertained, informed, uh, maybe even angry if you disagree with us. Hell no, we won't go. Uh, you can always uh, send us an email. Uh, we love your feedback. Please rate us on uh, iTunes uh, as soon as, you know, if you hear something good or hear something bad, that's, that's not a problem. But thank you for listening to Table Talk with Rookie's family. It is Hot. Well, it was hot. Today, Sunday morning, when we're uh, recording this podcast, the uh, humidity has left. It's about 70-plus degrees here, Matthew, and I would imagine uh, we're comfortable. I would imagine you're still very uncomfortable out east. We are. Uh, we had a hot day yesterday, another hot one today, high of 98. Um, right now, it's only 88. Uh, feels like 94, but it's supposed to get up to 98, and I think it's going to feel like 105, 106. Oh, my gosh. So. Are you going to be going back to a pool? I think we're going to be staying inside most of today, honestly. Yeah. We Yeah. It's, uh, it's, where it's to the point where it's not even really fun to be at a pool. Yeah. Just, it's so damn hot. I actually love it, though. I love the heat. Ugh. I, I love being, like, uncomfortably hot outside. What? Hmm. Yeah, I, I, like a good Texas heat. Why? I just don't get that. I don't know. It just makes me happy. I like it, too. Ugh. Matthew, describe for me um, the heat being hot here versus being hot out east. Is it is it the same? Is it different? I don't mean like the temperature, but I mean the escape because there's so many more people. Like New York is, is dreadful if it's above 82 degrees. It, there's no escape from all that concrete and you know you can't just run into a place and uh, use the restroom or drink a glass of water because they want you to buy something in New York is it the same in Boston I I think it's more of a whether you're downtown or not downtown thing if you're downtown the heat is just much worse uh, because it's radiating off of everything the buildings and it's it gets trapped down between the buildings uh, and then you, again you just have like no escape but if you're kind of outside of the city a little bit, I'm I'm not downtown right now, uh, so it's a little bit more open and whatnot. We were at a pool yesterday, uh, but I think it's if you're if you're in the city. So like after work, we work downtown. 
we were uh, waiting to get on a bus, and that was just miserable. It's the humidity. It's the, it's the humidity, not the heat. That's the classic saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's the downtown. That, that's the killer. Which, you, yeah, go ahead. Last week you sent a uh, a picture of a beach. Yes. How crowded did that beach get? That beach was wild. It was – I have honestly never seen that many people on a beach at one time. And I've been on – like uh, down in Miami, what's that, what's that beach called? What's the beach in Miami? South Beach? Yeah, South Beach. South Beach gets crazy, but the beach I was at the other day was the most people I've ever seen on a beach. It was in <laughs> Southie, South Boston, uh, and it's pretty much like it's one of the only – usable beaches that's near downtown mm-hmm. a lot of the shoreline is somewhat rocky but here it's it's decent and there's good sand but once you get in the water it's like painful to walk in some spots because it's all it's either rocks or shells and a couple people cut their feet oh, oh wow Sure. So you got to be careful. It's a great spot for water shoes yeah right i was going to say run to walmart and grab some water shoes but you're with ten thousand college just out of college age kids and so you mm-hmm. don't want to be a loser wearing watches <laughs> <laughs> so oh. no one no one wears watches. i of course think that's just being smart yeah uh, well. very sensible <laughs> very sensible um all right also one thing i wanted to ask you is about your new air conditioner how's that working great it's uh so i got a, a used air conditioner someone had one extra that they didn't need that'll sell it to you like I'm in. Uh, the nice thing about my new air conditioner is that it's old. And the old air conditioners, they pump some air. Yeah. They are beasts. None of the, oh, 5,000 BTU Walmart crap. This thing's a horse. <laughs> it's got, it, it is, it's a little sketchy looking. It's not clean, uh, but it, it, it cooled down a room like no other. The only thing I'm asking you to do is Check the plug to make sure it's not warm or hot. Insert I don't eye roll. Want, I don't think you want to know the plug situation. Oh, my God. Don't, oh, don't tell us yeah, that. Why did you tell me that? Say, yes, Dad, I, I'm going to do that every single time. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't inform you of what the plug situation Matthew, is. Matthew. I, I yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Now I require a photo. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that, that one plug okay. is specifically, exclusively for the AC unit. Charge your phone in the kitchen. Charge your phone somewhere else. Don't piggyback on that. I want we your phone have, We don't have an excess of plugs. And some of the plugs are two-pronged. Some of them are three-pronged. It's hmm. uh, not ideal. Okay. But You're making me... No uh, fires yet. Oh, God. Tap just to the touch. If it feels warm, unplug it. Speaking of air conditionings, do you guys know why the first air conditioning was invented? Because it was hot. No. What? Cool down the room. Well, kind of. So the, (laughs) but it wasn't. (laughs) Nice. It wasn't originally used for a room. Oh really? Yeah. No, it was used so. It was a really hot summer in Brooklyn, New York. If you can imagine that. Yes, mom. Can I just try and guess who invented it? Yeah. Someone with the last name of Carrier. Yeah. Willis Carrier. I knew it. Wow. So it was super humid in Brooklyn, New York, which is pretty typical. And 
they were at a printing press, Sackett and Willem's printing plant. And it was so hot that the ink wouldn't stick to the paper because it was too humid. So he developed a device that would pass air over coils that were cooled by a refrigerant. Refrigerant? Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so that's what it was originally invented for, was to keep that ink cool. And then people were like, wait, could we use this? So then movie theaters started putting them in because people stopped going to the movies because it was too hot. And then they just kept going big and big and big. Nice. So oh, interesting. Yeah, so it was to print paper. That's thank cool. you, Willis. Yeah, thank you, Willis is right. Do you know that I'll, I'll even go one more for We were sitting at the Minnesota History Center, Mom and I and Gabe, and I, forget, may, may, I don't remember if Sophia was there or not, but we were sitting and there was like a short play, and it was about a man from Minnesota uh, his name was Frederick McKinley Jones, and he designed and invented something called the uh, well Thermo King. Now is currently, you know, when you see the semi trucks, and they have oh, the, yeah, the yeah. Thermo King air AC unit. They couldn't, you know, take a meat store couldn't, you know, you put it in the truck and then drive eight hours because the meat would be spoiled. So he invented the system for trucks that you put it on the, the trailer. And it would freeze it or keep it cool. And uh, it was a patent on July 12, 1940. And it completely revolutionized the way, you know, meats and frozen things were distributed. Hmm. But it's just kind of cool that he was from uh, Minneapolis. He was from the Twin Cities. And uh, uh, he pretty much changed the industry. So when somebody says, hey, do you know who invented Thermo King? Yeah, that was Frederick yep. McKinley Jones from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Don't know if I remember uh, that. Uh, name. So all your friends. I would have never <laughs> known had I not gone to that history uh-huh. center and, and saw that. It's kind of cool. So there's a plug for the history center. Take your family to the history center. You never know what you're going to find, especially my grandpa's uh, bass drum that is sitting in their uh, museum, which yeah. is kind of cool. I stumbled on that by accident when we went there that day. Remember? I do, I do remember that. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So well, good luck with the heat. You're going to get some. Uh, Relief, but it's probably not going to be for the next couple of days. Yeah, I don't think we're supposed to get um, any any excessive heat this week, but okay. it should get down in the 70s, 80s. Good. That's where we are right now, and then it comes back next week. We get the heat again. So lucky us. Yeah, good luck with that. Anyway, um, top three. Every uh, every so often we do a top three that we want to uh, check chat about or rate. And uh, who wants to describe what we're doing this this week? We're going to do the top three summer activities. Top three summer activities. So each member that is participating in the family podcast was tasked with uh, grabbing three summer activities that they either would like to do, have done, or continue to enjoy. Who wants to start? Ladies, you go first. I'll start. I like tanning. That's my favorite summer activity. Tanning is a summer activity. Yes, it requires no effort, and you get nice golden brown. It's amazing. Well, you have good skin. You don't have the Polish skin like I have. You have your mother's skin. True. All right, tanning. Sophia's tanning. Mame? Um, I said sit by the pool all day. That's basically tanning, but I don't know. Yeah, tanning, you well, can, tanning is, uh, isn't that just sitting? No, tan- you didn't specify. Tanning could be anywhere. I said to sit They're by different. the pool. I agree. Yeah. Then tanning by the pool. Well, no, you can't no, change. You said yes. tanning. You said tanning. Locked in. Be rude. Mother? 
Um, my number one was go to the beach. Specifically, yep. I like that Lake Elmo. Mm-hmm. The Lake Elmo uh, Park Preserve. Yes. What do they call that? The Lake Elmo Swimming Pond. Swimming Pond. For those of you that do not know, it's located in Washington County in Lake Elmo, obviously. They have a chlorinated pool that has a sandy bottom. Uh, there's no rocks. There's no weeds. And it is huge. They've got giant umbrellas so you can shade yourself. But it's very popular for families. It's probably, what, four feet deep at its deepest? Yeah, I'd yep. say that. It's a, a, a very shallow and... It is so much fun to go people watch. We love to just throw a sandwich or a, an ice cold uh, Coke or water and uh, and just go hang out. They don't allow alcohol. Although, what? Otherwise, I wouldn't bring Okay, them. Dad. Enough about the beach. Okay. <laughs> so that's uh, Lake Elmo. The beach. Yeah, Maddie? Dad, there, wait. There's this weird thing called Google. So if we say something, a lot of people could go Google that and we don't have to... Every single time, explain what a location is. Well, that sure as hell would shorten the podcast, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matthew. My number one is boating. Oh. So drive around on a boat. Mm. doesn't matter if it's on a lake, on a river, on an ocean, just boating. doesn't get better. Yeah. Yeah. All right, for me, my number one is being in New York City when it's 95. Oh, you are oh, so full of that. I know, I'm kidding. Uh, mine was going to the beach. It well, you have to well, that's the house. All right. St. Croix River was my number two choice. Okay. I love being on the upper St. Croix River, not around Stillwater where it gets so busy. The upper St. Croix by um, Marine on St. Croix. Uh, it's just such a great, peaceful place, even when it's 95 <laughs> degrees. It's fun All right. being in no, Sophia. My oh, turn. Sorry. Um, tubing down the Cannon River. Oh, oh that, that was my second one. Really? It's so fun. Has the Cannon River replaced the Apple River? I think so. It's yeah. It's two totally different atmospheres. If you like party and people being gross and doing weird things, head to the Apple River because that's that what you're what gonna you guys get. Like? No, that is not <laughs> what we like, Matthew. Yeah, the Cannon River people is people doing bit more weird things. Private. Yeah. No. Yeah, the Apple River is awful. Cannon River is best. Yes. Um, my next one is, which I haven't done at all this summer yet, the Canterbury Horse Track. I haven't done that. I don't even think I did that last summer, but it really is one of my favorite things to do. Mm. Good one. I like that, too. We have not done that. I think we've talked about it 50 times. Yeah. Apparently, this is half table talk, half Minnesota horse race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mom? Uh, mine is just to sit around the fire pit at night mm. have a fire with the family. That's a good one. So I can cross I mine off. Backyard at night. Yeah. That's my number three. Bonfire. All right. I will switch then to um, canoeing. Yeah, where do I get to go? Oh, go ahead, Matthew. <laughs> oh, I don't. Me. Uh, well, now you already said yours. Yes. I like to go canoeing on the... Well... What? I think Matthew already said boating. Well, I'm canoeing. I'm not I talking about canoe, it. I think canoeing and boating are two different things. One has a motor they and one is not. Okay. Yeah. And then you're going to bring us back to St. Croix, which you kind of already said. I didn't say where, but I like to. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, Taylor's Falls has got a great setup. Yep. yep. Make sure you pitch and tell everybody exactly the directions on how to get to Taylor's Falls. <laughs> I will. You go north on 35. No. Matthew. Uh, I'm going to throw out Water Park. Oh. Water park guy. Yeah. I love water parks. It, outdoor, ideally, mm-hmm. but I would do an indoor water park as well. 
Yeah, like, uh, where's the... Cascade Bay. Yeah, Cascade Bay. Yeah, it's it's kind fun. of like the only outdoor water park around us, unless you go to That's Valley cool. Fair. Yeah, or yep. there's, um, well, there are a few. No. We just haven't gone. Okay. We didn't want to show you guys those as a kid because yeah. then we'd have to go to each one of them. We want to go. We want to I go mean, I, I believe there's one in Battle Creek, which is actually very close to our house. Yes. And then, uh, oh, there's one in Edina, kind of. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I take that back. Yeah, Yeah. Sophia. Uh, My next one is dinner outside. Oh, Mm. dining out fresco. I hear that. Even if it's at home, outside, or at a patio in a restaurant. I like that. Great weather out. Yeah, love that. Me too. My next one, none of you guys have been given the opportunity to do, but um, the Spooner Rodeo. That's, like, been a part of my staple in the summer for a while. And it's in Spooner, Wisconsin. They have a rodeo with a great band that plays the music after the rodeo. We go for that part, the actual rodeo, not our cup of tea, but the band that plays after, and there's fun dancing, music, and we have a lot of fun with that. Yeehaw! Hanging out with the Redbacks, are you? Oh, yeah. One of us is not like the other. That's good people watching, I'm sure, too. Yeah. Matthew. I'm up again already? Yeah, because Dad went on order last time. What is this order? Um, I'm going to go with uh, baseball, watching baseball games. Oh, that's, I love, uh, that's a good I love one. baseball yeah. in the summer. You haven't been to an outdoor baseball game this year. Mom and Dad no. have. Mom and I oh, have. Yeah. to the Twins. Rude. Yep. I, I, was, I, I even enjoy just watching baseball on TV, too, just baseball in general. And you've been to a uh, Red Sox game, right, this summer? I have, yeah. Yeah. Fun. I was torn between my next one, but I'm going to say I like to go to Minnehaha Falls. Mm-hmm. That's always fun. Minnehaha Falls is located I just w- across <laughs> the uh, I was waiting. <laughs> no. no I, one thing, and I'm not being sappy, this is totally legit. I love cutting the grass. What? <laughs> cutting the grass, the smell of the cut grass, um, the way I cut the grass. Because you can't do it the same way every time. And Gabe, I love the walk around. Subtweet at you. When I'm done, I love walking around to look at it. We know. And going oh. along with that, his sprinkler system. Yeah. That's like his baby, his shout pride and to, joy. Uh, shout out to Hal, the sprinkler guy who uh, who was on call as if he were a doctor. He came by the next yeah, day. Yeah, I just have to say, we have many <laughs> things go wrong in the house. And they pretty much stay wrong forever. <laughs> Can't get it repaired, no matter what. Yeah. And his beloved sprinkler system went down one day. And do you know, about 20 minutes after it being down, the sprinkler guy will be here at 8 in the morning. Yeah. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Shout out to hell, sprinkler guy. Uh-huh. Oh, classic dad. I know, but every time that you look outside and those gardens are green and the grass looks great, don't you feel a little pride? While you're washing those dishes because the drain is clogged, my man. (laughs) I love you, dear. A day in the life. And the Mm -hmm. stuff you put up with. You you are a lucky gal. (laughs) Some of the time. So many ways. Some of the time. (laughs) So many ways. Okay. Okay, well, that's a fun top three, and maybe some people will get some ideas for some family activities. There's so many more. I mean, your list could go on for days. Right. Right. But, yeah. All right. Uh, I have a story that I want to uh, bring to everybody's attention. And I think 
this person's a little bizarre, um, no. but I want to get everybody's um, comment or opinion on this. Leave it to you to have to have a story where that's the opening line. Is it, Just be prepared for something really weird, everyone. All right, here we go. I'm t- trying to find out where this is. She's over. She's across the uh, the way uh, somewhere in England. But no one loves chandeliers quite as much as this young lady who recently became engaged to one. Oh, okay, she's in Leeds. Uh-huh. Amanda Liberty, 33, of Leeds, said she proposed to her favorite chandelier on Valentine's Day while continuing on oh, an open Olivia, relationship with the rest of her collection of 25 chandeliers. <laughs> um, she said you can't control who you fall in love with, and things just went from there. What? She told, uh, Liberty told Cater's News. So, and there's a picture of her. She's just has that she's nestled up against this big chandelier and as if they were in a, an engagement photo. It's really... Does she have... Does the article give any, like, size limits on the chandelier or what the size is of it? Size limits? Or does her medical No, I'm sorry, it does not. What did he 25 chandeliers? Yeah, it sounds like she needs some serious help. I mean... Oh. Uh, I just looked up... Yeah. Huh. Cozy. My, my question is, if your kid says stuff like that to you, Mom, you're a parent. As a parent, if I said I fell in love with the chandelier, what would your reaction be to that? What in the hell is wrong with you? Knock it off. Exactly. <laughs> she can't even marry it, though, because the chandelier can't sign papers. Well, that is, is Sophia's looking no, at it. No, marry. No. No way. No, you can't. What? Someone married a roller coaster. Yeah. I think in England. They got divorced. <laughs> that is... I'm not kidding, Mom. They got to, they separated. Really? You've got to be kidding. I wish I knew why they were to step... Okay. A, I just looked up what the, you call a person who falls in love with an object. They're called objectophiles oh. or objectum sexuals. Believe they have reciprocal loving sexual relationships with intimate objects. Many feel they can even communicate with things they love, and the objects have feelings of their own. Huh. Nope. I think they just need psychological help. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we're lucky enough to have a guest present with us today. Our phone is, was ringing. Yeah. Um, hello? Hello. May I ask who's calling? Oh, this is Susie Chandelier. Susie Chandelier? What? Yes, hello. Oh, that means so it's a is it lesbian relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Susie, how are you doing today? Um, I'm I'm delighted to talk to you. How are you and how are you and Amanda doing? Oh, lovely. We're doing lovely. As when they first okay. met each other, it was love at first light. Love at first light. Oh, she's wonderful. She turns me on quite a bit. <laughs> I, I, I have a question. I have a question. Please. I would like yes. to know how the dynamic is with so many other chandeliers around. Is there any sort of jealousy in play there? Uh, not at all. No, not at all. We we all love each other equally. However, I would say that um, Amanda loves me just a little bit more than the others. Just because I am the light of her life. <laughs> uh, 
Susie, do you and Amanda sleep together in your bed or in yes, her bed? Right there, in the master bedroom, master chamber. <laughs> She'll uh, set me down in a pillow, but oftentimes uh, she must unplug me for the night because it's too bright. <laughs> I like to read. What are your wedding plans? Oh, we're going to have a wonderful reception downtown in the, uh, in the French Quarter. And um, I'm not quite sure how we'll transport all these lovely, lovely lights, but we're going to have one hell of a time. We'll sip some wine, have some crumpets. Do you know what a crumpet is? No, what is a crumpet? It's like a little biscuit. <laughs> It's a fancy uh, little biscuit. So we'll have our tea and crumpets, and and then of course the the wedding nuptials will go on as planned. But I don't think we need to talk I, about that now. I, I I do have another question of of logistics. Uh, I know there was a story a few years ago of a woman being engaged to a roller coaster in England, a roller coaster named Bruce. Have you had a chance to meet uh, this woman and her roller coaster? Indeed, that's quite a good question. We met on the Maury Povich show. <laughs> We were all on Maury Povich as objectifiers together. Hmm. Whatever that big word is that the, the, the young lady just... What, what are we called again? Uh, objectifiles. Objectifiles. It sounds kind of creepy, does it not? It, it does a little bit. Yes, but I have uh, met uh, Ruth, and um, the roller coaster, that the, the ride they're on is just full of ups and downs. <laughs> <laughs> Susie, what does a chandelier wear to get married? It's finest. <laughs> or nothing at all. <laughs> because you can't quite put a, a wedding dress on a chandelier, can you? No. Do you have fancy light bulbs that you could place on yes, yourself? We, uh, we do. We bring out we bring out our charmingly best bulbs, so we are the brightest. <laughs> we have them polished. We have them cleaned. Very carefully inserted into my... Well, that sounds creepy, too. <laughs> I take it back. We have professionals who prepare ourselves. She'll be getting her hair done. I'll be getting my glass cleaned. It's a match made in heaven. Again, love at first light. <laughs> I'm having a laugh. I'm sorry. All right. Is there any other questions? No, I think that concludes our interview. Thank you so much, Susie, for taking the time out of your day with your busy wedding plans to call in. Yes, you would not like to speak to any other lights? Or this is, uh, we're done now? I think we're no, done for today. Oh, well, I've enjoyed being on the um, table talk with the Ronnie, rookies, Ronnie's family. Rookies. Yes, yes, the, your, your family is quite, quite wonderful. Uh, I don't think you'll get an invite to the wedding, but uh, I wish you the best just as well. Thank you, Susie. Cheerio. Cheerio. Wow. I Who mean, would have thought that chandelier would call? Yeah. Very lucky about out. <laughs> yeah, that chandelier is pretty messed up. Best wishes to her and Amanda, but I'm not sure they're going to make it. Especially. They, what? They're going to make it. You don't think they're not going to make it? A match made in heaven? What did she say? Just wait till all those other chandeliers get in the picture. Well, that threw that's me, what I'm worried about. Yeah. That threw me a little curve, though. I didn't know that. Can you have a same-sex relationship if you are an object? a girl? Yeah, the, Apparently. The chandelier was female. She said it was, she was Susie. Susie. And she's oh, marrying Susie Amanda. Oh, Susie's chandelier? 
Oh man. I thought the girl was named Susie. Oh, That's that was Amanda. Amanda. Oh. Yeah. That's oh, we were that. talking to the chandelier, Sophia. I know we were. Yeah. But I thought it was a man just talking in a Women's English voice? accent. Well, good luck to them. That's going to be uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, we love our Fia. <laughs> yeah. Fia, I would say you're the funniest um, one on the podcast. Yeah, she is. She's no. pretty good. She's so freaked out right now. She's done. Uh, we forgot to ask the age of the chandelier. I wonder how oh. old. Because didn't you think that chandelier? Oh, I suppose if you're oh. a chandelier in England, you're going to be old. It's ninety. Oh, oh wow. Oh, you're hmm. right. And she's only 30-something, so 33. 33. Well, no oh, wonder she was so happy. No, no wonder the chandelier says it takes a lot to get her ready with all the polishing. She's kind of an old lady. <laughs> well, speaking of being old, uh, I, I, wanna, I made an observation uh, last week, and I'm 50, uh, Mom is 50, and oh. when we hit 50 this year, the ARP cards... And the ARP registration started rolling in <laughs> via the snail mail. They wanted to send, you know, you get a free, I don't know, coffee cup or something if you sign up. And I did notice, though, that on my emails, and I don't know if you noticed this, Mick, or not, um, all of my emails, instead of, hey, have fun and, you know, do young things, I'm getting compression sock emails. I've got compression sock from two different companies. Really? Ooh. Yeah. I'm gonna. I just pulled up my email here, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna run down my quick list. I don't want to bore anybody, but I do think it's funny what I've. Uh, Home Depot, Overstock.com, uh, Victoria's Secret. Whoa, whoa, hang on. Well, I don't think that's oh. for. Her. Oh. I think I bought you some underwear sometime. Oh, and, uh, for God's sake! I've been on their list. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was just. It's not that. Um, Home Depot again. Dick Sporting Goods. Wild Alaskan Company. Uh, free samples for burgers. Yeah, you're just reading your emails. These aren't for old people. Mine are like old. Rapid oil change? No, no. It was supposed to be stuff like I I get uh, two different senior apartments, localseniorapartments.com and senior.apartments. I get something from Inogen. It's an oxygen company for portable oxygen. (laughs) <laughs> on a regular basis. There are options. Uh, European River Cruises. Salt snoring? Yeah. Snoring. Yeah. Snoring. I don't get that. Uh, okay. I'll top you there. Affordable burial insurance. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Browse oh, burial insurance. Oh. Um, bed you, should, bugs. you should probably get that. Oh, no. that's mean. <laughs> oh, here we go. Back pain. Compressa. New sock is helping millions. Local senior apartments. National debt relief. Um, healthy protocol. Like a healthy colon? Anyway, I just thought it was kind of funny that I'm getting all these old-time things. Once you hit 50, folks. You're on the it. list. Yep, you're on the list. All right, that was it. That was just a little quick side note. Nothing like making me feel good about myself. Yes. Um, Age is just a number. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mom, you know. did you have something to share with us? Well, I just had a quick little story that really I wish Gabe <laughs> were here for this, too, because it was a toy that was kind of near and dear to his heart. But uh, Sophia did manage to take advantage of this <laughs> toy once, too. <laughs> But this is kind of a really sad story because there was a missing Minnesota toddler. Did anybody hear about this child? No. No. Uh, He was two years old, 
and he went missing in Chisago County. And uh, it was Friday night, and the sheriff's office received a call. And uh, they went out and talked to the family. And it was posted on Facebook, of course, help us find the kid. And they're out looking, and they determined that the little boy wasn't in danger. He just wasn't done with their county fair. <laughs> Uh-oh. He hopped on his little battery-powered John Deere tractor and drove himself <laughs> down to the county fair, <laughs> where he was found standing next to the Tilter Whirl, his favorite ride. Yeah! <laughs> That's the best ride ever. He was reunited with his dad, and his dad promptly took his license away. <laughs> meaning he removed the battery from I knew where the that car. was going. Yeah. Oh, no. So that was uh, something that Sophia did. Yeah. My best friend and I used to love taking that thing out. Well, say what we we had like a rhino. No one knows four wheeler. Yeah. yeah, they do. Animal. Oh, really? Polaris rhino is the yeah. thing. You just had the oh. battery little toy version of it. Yeah, yeah, we would just take it up and down the streets and hope that we weren't gonna get hit. Yeah, we parked in a parking spot. We yeah, did they, everything. They rode it to their preschool without permission. Ah. Uh, her friend's mother thought they were at my house, and I thought they were at their house, and we were across the street from each other, so it wasn't that we weren't keeping track of our kids, but well, essentially parenting. we weren't. But um, where the heck are they? And we didn't know until the preschool teacher, she's the one that told us, did you know that we had a visit? No, we didn't know that there was a visit, because the girls never told us that. And so they drove to the preschool, which was probably, I don't know, three blocks away? Three or four. Yeah, yeah. several blocks. And we discovered that they didn't even use the sidewalks. They drove <laughs> on the streets. And when they got to the preschool, they parked in a parking spot oh and got out and went to visit the teachers. The parking spot was, like, packed, and, like, people were looking for parking spots. <laughs> <laughs> we had our little electric car. It's oh. probably one of the best stories ever. It was a great day. Awesome. Was the school in session? No. Uh, that's why I'm confused. All the lights were on, but my teacher was in there because she gave us these little gems. She did. She gave, like, here's a reward. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good job. I don't know why she was there. Well, it's the best preschool ever, and I can see why you wanted to go and visit. Yes. But I just thought that was a really cute story, and I, I'm sure that family was terrified mm -hmm. um, missing their little two-year-old, but it really is kind of endearing that he did that. Well, and the Chisago County Fair has been, uh, they had to shut down the fair just because it was so full of water. It was just completely yeah. um, temporary. Brother. I think it's fully it, open today. It, yeah, it reopened. But, yeah, I wonder, because it said that was Friday night, and I think that's the night it flooded. Or maybe the hmm. parents were out saying, okay, we got to prepare, and that's how he, he got out. Well, it all it all ended well, so that's good. It did, and but who... <laughs> Those toys, those little ride-on, battery-powered cars are just about one of the best toys ever. Awesome. Yeah, they're awesome. very fun. And if you're I had one just like that, John Deere. I had that little loader. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, we had, had a bunch growing up. Yeah. We had the loader. We had Barbie. a Barbie car. That was, we yeah. had the red Jeep. One? We had yeah. a red Jeep one. And a blue Jeep. Or a blue Rhino. Jeep. Yeah, motorcycle. Or and, and if a kid is smart enough, he knows how to take off the governor so it'll go faster, yeah. you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. if you have one that's tech savvy. They were redoing the street by our house, and Gabe would get in that 
little rhino and go up and down there. Like, no tomorrow. He just thought it was the greatest. Remember he had it pimped out like a uh, a police officer, like, yes. and the tape? Real police yeah. officer. Yeah, and he, had he the, wrote on the, the tape, yes. <laughs> yes. He wrote real police officer. Well, I, I think I wrote it, but that's what he wanted written so that it could go on his car. Real police officer. He's not fake. He's, he's real. not fake. He's real. <laughs> he's still peeing his pants in a diaper, and he's uh, a real police officer. <laughs> Um, well, we're just uh, we're about to wrap up the show, but we should mention that we had a really difficult week. We're not going to shed tears here on the podcast, but uh, we had to put our uh, our dog of 13 years, Piper, down yesterday, and that was really uh, very difficult. We had a really tough day yesterday, and I didn't want to bring this up at the beginning of the podcast because that everybody will fall apart, but. Our dog wasn't feeling too good at all, couldn't walk, couldn't get up, wasn't eating, wasn't going to the bathroom, and uh, we brought it in for an assessment, and the doctor um, at Southview Animal Hospital said, uh, this dog is really sick, we can do tests, but uh, this dog's not going to make it. And so we elected to uh, to send him on his way, and it was really soft and easy, um, I mean, not harmful, but wasn't easy emotionally, <laughs> it was very difficult emotionally. Easy. Well, and I also think, I mean, he progressively got worse over the past couple of days, but it also, like, kind of spewed really quick, and we didn't, it wasn't right. like he was sick for a really long time with their other dogs, like, they were getting old and showing a lot of signs of being old, and so we kind of knew it was coming, and he just got sick and three days progressively got worse, and right. then it was very unexpected. And yesterday morning, he was trotting around the house, and a couple hours after that, he couldn't stand. His back legs just completely stopped working. He just went from, you know, seven to zero in right, yeah. a matter right. of a couple of hours. Sitting outside in the rain where he hated the rain. He did not yeah. want to come. He, he just wanted to hide. And, you, I mean, they really do say, you talk about the death trot where mm-hmm. they're doing that. We've seen that. And also where they they want to go somewhere away from you to, to hide and, and just, they're, I don't know if it's because they're embarrassed or or what, but it's all the evidence, um, and it was confirmed by that doctor saying, yeah, you're you're doing the right thing. It's up to you, but if you choose this, that you're doing the right thing. So let's. Well, she uh, did think it was a neuro neurological uh, problem, which uh, could not have been helped. She said the other option would have been that maybe he had a tumor in his stomach. Um, potentially, it was both. And um, she said, so what, we he find out we ha- he has a tumor, and we do surgery to remove the tumor. His odds of surviving a surgery would have been very slim. Yeah. And I think I, Pipe, he would have wanted us to save the money, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sophia was uh, going to pay for it all. Yeah, I, I would have. No. Matthew? Uh, no. Uh, I was going to say, for everybody else who has had a dog die, suggestion uh, of reading the book, The Art of Racing in the Rain. Oh. Well, don't say that. Cause the Art of Racing in the Rain by Garth Stein. It is one of the best books ever, uh, and it's awesome if you have a dog or if you've lost a dog. And also, 
uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but they are making a movie, The Art of Raising yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I saw it that. comes out uh, August 9th. And we, I already said, I was so excited for the movie to come out. Now I'm like, eh. well, We might have to rent the theater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Six of us can go. an ambulance. <laughs> You'll be crying harder than little women. No, but that's a good point. Every time I know that someone has lost their dog, I give that book because it is life-changing. It is, and there. What was that for freshman reading? Uh, yeah, that was one of our in high school, like an extra credit book we could read, <laughs> and we read it, and all the guys who read it were like, "Why the hell did you have us read this book?" <laughs> right. So sad. It was like almost crying. It's really good, but it was book. a really good book. All right. Well, we're sorry you couldn't be there for it, Matthew, but I'm also glad that. You weren't because it was yes. it was ugly and Gabe well, missed out too. Well, and Gabe too. missed out too, and he asked us to wait until today, and the doctor said that would not be an option. So it's all part of having a dog. Yeah, it is. So it was kind of weird getting up this morning and and walking around, and it'll be weird going home because you won't be sitting in the. And window. it's already weird there because you're in Boston. <laughs> Yeah. Right. yeah, mom. Just, just yeah, mom was like, I love like talking. She's like, Piper died, and then she's like, Matthew lives in Boston, and I'm like, No, 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 <laughs> we are not starting this. Well, in in good news, you won't have a dog, so you can just come to Boston. Yeah. <laughs> I've already weighed that. I said, well, it looks like we can all go to D.C. and we can all go to Boston, and we don't have to yeah. worry about the dog. <laughs> It'll be nice for a little bit. Until you get a new one. Uh, I've been already trying, and they're like, no, we're not getting a new one. And I've been trying to get us a different I would give it a, do, do a little traveling first. Yeah. Huh. Well, I would like to commend all three in studio here for, uh, yeah. for not wailing. There's tears being shed, but they're not uh, <laughs> they're not wailing like... Um, No, we did all of that in front of the doctor yesterday. She probably thought we were all psychotic. And then we're both like, we're all FaceTiming, and then we're like, we have two boys that aren't here. We're like FaceTiming, people are on the phone, and we're all crying, asking her all these questions. Well, I think you all did a great job on uh, social media, too, expressing your, your thoughts and emotions and sharing that with people. It's fun. On, on my Twitter page and Instagram, how many people support you when they know that you lost your dog, and and they reply with just all sorts of great things. I'll say, Dad's Twitter fans are like it's insane how nice people are. I mean, you hear that, and you can also hear how people attack people on social media for the stuff they tweet. But I just a shout out to everyone that's followed him from Garage Logic. You guys, he's got it's like over a hundred favorites. He's gotten retweets on it, people responding. It's pretty amazing all the love and support that is out there from people who have no I have never met Piper and don't know This will be the uh, first time we've been without a dog in nineteen years. Wow. We've had at least one dog, a lot of times two dogs over those years. It doesn't have to be that way. And who has <laughs> who has brought all three dogs into our family? Um, excuse me, I'll take credit for one of them. All, all I know is... But I did get permission from one okay. woman. <laughs> okay, with all three that we've had, I came home to a dog being in our house, <laughs> which was a great choice. I'm not ripping you. I'm, I'm paying you a compliment. Those were, those were good ideas. Uh, I will say, screw my Instagram followers, because this is the worst post I've ever had. Uh, me too. Uh, same. It's yeah. the least likes I've ever gotten. Because yeah. you know what? I'm talking by hundreds. It mm-hmm. makes people your age nervous. 
No, it shouldn't. Be, it does. Also, now, Thanks, don't even get me riled I up. Because there are people that I've reached out, and they, when their animal died, and have not reached out to me. And I'm like, well, what? So, yeah. I, it annoys me. And, yeah, this is the worst post I've ever got. So, our followers as kids, you guys need to step up. It's ridiculous. We know you, and you're not giving us comfort. His followers... Know him from radio and might not know him in real person form. Yes. I just got nice people following me. You guys must have monsters. Okay, yes. I'm giving a I shout out at McLaren Keeger. You can come follow me. Matt <laughs> underscore Mikulski. Screw you guys, though. Yeah, Fia dot Mikulski. Follow me. McLaren Keeger. <laughs> follow us. <laughs> Support us. This is just pity now. We need to get out of here. <laughs> you guys are really pitiful. Very pitiful. <laughs> Wow. Uh, speaking of pitiful, let's uh, let's let people know how they can reach us via um, social media if they want to drop us a note. And you don't have to drop us a note to say we're sorry if you're so moved. But uh, <laughs> since we're begging for sympathy here, go ahead, Mom. Uh, you find us at Facebook at The Podcast Family, Instagram at The Podcast Family, Twitter, The Podcast Fam, or send us an email at thepodcastfamily at gmail.com. Oh, very um, nice. How do you remember all that? And leave reviews and rate us and tell everybody you know. And like our personal Instagram post. <laughs> oh, Lord. No, you yeah, you'll probably get a little shot at Piper. You'll get a little insight as to what, what kind of dog he was. He was great. Matthew, will let you go. Have fun in Boston. Go find some chowder. Thank you very much. And stay cool. Check that plug. Don't mess with that. I'm serious. As a father, check that plug. All right. We'll do. <laughs> okay, thanks. At no, least I really turn really... it off yeah. when you're not there All right. because it, it will uh, cool off that room quickly. Yeah, turn it off when you're not there. Great. Enough parenting. Yeah, you whole, can parent in private. Our whole electrical goes out <laughs> every now and then. Couple times a day. Okay, I don't want to uh, hear it. Yeah. So we have like we've we've turned down all of the ACs, uh, and we haven't had any the power go out since then. So. All right, well, that's, that's a good. good idea. You're making me feel better. All right, we'll see All you right. soon then. Thanks, bud. Love you. All Thanks, right, good. ciao. Talk to you. Bye. Bye. All right, that was uh, Matthew checking in from Boston. He's out of here. Next week, we'll have the whole squad here. Oh, I'll oh. believe it when I see it. I will, too. I don't know where these, these the girls will probably go somewhere now. Table Talk with Rookie's Family, the family podcast. Thank you for... Um, eavesdropping into our life. We hope it is interesting enough that you keep coming back. Remember, this week, tell two people, show two people how easy it is to listen to this podcast. And if you would like to be an advertiser, we would love to chat with you. It's Table Talk with Rookie's Family. Have a great day. And thanks. Thanks for listening. Who gets last word this week? <laughs> <laughs>